Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. Just as we were worshipping, I just felt that... um, This might just be for one person, it might be for 10, it doesn't really matter. And for those of you who it's really, really relevant, this might be all you need today. You can go and have coffee after this. But I want to tell you just a quick, quick story this morning. Beautiful weather lately, isn't it? I was out walking the dog and uh, decided to take him out just around our property. And I took him out. Uh, we have a couple of motocross jumps, funnily enough. And so I took him onto, onto the big one. He just sat up there and he was like Aslan, just looking over the land. And uh, I know what he was, lo- he was looking at. Are they foxes or kangaroos down there he can go after? But it just made me realize, and I want to encourage you, some of you this morning, that when you get up high enough, you have a different vantage point. And for some of you, It might be that whatever's going on in your situation, your life or the world around you, you haven't realized that you just need to get into a different vantage point and you'll see things completely differently. And when we see through his eyes, when we see ourselves through his eyes, and when we see the world, the situations and everything that's going on around us through his vantage point, everything looks different. And so I just want to pray over you. If you feel that's for you, then just receive this by faith this morning. Lord, we just speak your vantage point over us. We ask that you would give us heaven's eyes to be able to see through the drama, through the chaos, through the trials, and we would see victory on the other side. And Lord, I pray that you would by your spirit come and awaken us. Lord, our nation needs a spiritual awakening. We need a spiritual awakening. And it can only be by your spirit, not by our might or any other thing. But we need you, Holy Spirit, to come and breathe afresh on our city, on our churches and on our nation. The land is dry, but we know you can change everything. So we take hold by faith of a fresh new vantage point, And we look out across the horizon. We look out across our lives and our situations and we speak your victory. We decree your best. We decree your breakthroughs. We decree your victory and your life and your joy. And so Lord, for anyone today who's in that situation, Lord, I pray that you would come along a side of them and that you would strengthen them and that you would fill them with vision. You would fill them with your eyes, your victory, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Awesome. Bless you guys. Yeah, you guys can take a seat as well. You probably heard this saying before, and it goes like this. The Son of God became the Son of Man, so the sons of man can become the sons of God. Let me say that again, just in case you missed it. The Son of Man became, the Son of God became the Son of Man. So the sons of man can become the sons of God. What it's simply saying is that Jesus Christ, 
who in all his divinity gave up, gave up that right, if you like, to come to earth through man, through Joseph and Mary, or Mary actually, (laughs) and became the son of man so that you and I can get to know him, become familiar with the Father through the life and death of Jesus Christ so that we as the sons of men and women can become a son of God. It's an incredible exchange. I had an experience this week which um, really depicts the opposite to this. We were riding our motocross bikes out at Port Gawla and uh, funny thing happened, I'm riding along uh, fairly high pace and a bee stung me on the neck just between the helmet and, the, and our guards. And it happened to Balin actually a few weeks prior and then it happened to me as well in the same spot. And, um, and so I'm riding around with this thing and, and I've been stung many, many times because I have some beehives and they, they sting regularly. But um, uh, it took a few days actually for it to go down. But it actually, as I was even preparing this, I was thinking, isn't it interesting? A bee sacrifices its life to protect everyone else and injects a venom. Jesus Christ sacrificed his life and he injected life into humanity so that you and I get this human living venom, if you like, through his blood injected into us so that we can be adopted into the family of God. If you've never thought about that before, I want to talk today on what I've called sonship, really simple um, simple thoughts. And it's funny, you know, the world we live in, uh, it, it's crazy. And I believe elections called today for the 21st of May or something like that. So the next six weeks, we're going to hear a lot of election talk. We're going to hear a whole lot of stuff. And the only thing I'll say on that today is that we are at an interesting time in our national history whereby I believe we do need a spiritual awakening more than ever before because it is not going to be a prime minister that's going to save us. I think we've seen that the last three and a half years. God bless ScoMo, but he's tried his hardest. But even with all the faith he's had, he has not been able to break through spiritually and gain victory uh, against a whole lot of things. And believe me, if we get Labor, there's going to be a woke wave like we've never seen before. So do not vote Labor. But uh, and I mean that because uh, you can just look at the US and see what Biden's allowed and it's just floodgates, floodgates of wokeism. And so we don't want that in our nation. But, but it's only by the grace and the power of God that our nation is going to avoid all this stuff. And so even though there's all sorts of things going on, even in church life and in our lives, I want to encourage you, continue to pray for spiritual awakening. Continue to pray for God to come because do you know what? From God's vantage point, He does not care how we feel. He does not care. You might be thinking, where's this going? Another political speech. No, it's not another political speech. The truth is, eight times out of ten, we don't feel like praying. God doesn't mind. He listens to our prayers anyway. We might not feel spiritual. We might not feel like giving a prophetic word. We may not feel like uh, we're, we're in an overcoming position. But when we get up on his vantage point, we realize he's never worried about how we feel. 
I mean, imagine if he relied on Jonah and Jonah's feelings. Wouldn't have lasted long. Moses and Moses' feelings. David and David's feelings. The truth is the human condition is totally depraved, but by the grace of God. We need the hand of God to move in our nation. Do you believe that this morning? Awesome. I love having Keith here. I was thinking if I played for the Crows, I would want him number one ticket holder. They need a few Keiths right now. But there's a time, there, there are many times where we just don't feel spiritual. There's many times where we just don't feel like doing a, a good act or righteous things or living righteously. That's because we have an enemy. And the enemy loves to get on vantage points as well. And he loves to throw fiery darts at us of doubt, fear, anxiety, shame, guilt, whatever it might be. And so when we get up on his vantage point, we realize that we have access to the Father, this free will through the life of Jesus Christ. The Son of God became the Son of Man, so the sons of man can become the sons of God. This morning... If you've accepted Jesus Christ, or even if you haven't and you believe this message, you have been adopted into the family of God. In fact, the Bible says, once we believe that, we are co-heirs with Christ. My head still can't get around that. I don't feel like a co-heir with Christ, but that's what the Word of God says. It overrides how we feel. Truth overrides how we feel. The good news about that is God's truth overrides how we feel. Whatever we're facing right now this morning, you may not be full of faith or maybe you are full of faith. God's word is greater than all of that stuff. And so I want to just read you a quote by Jack Frost. He said this, you will treat yourself and others according to the way you think God feels about you. You will treat yourself and others according to the way you think God feels about you. How we see God is often how we see ourselves. And so when we get up on his vantage point as a co-heir with Christ, maybe you never thought about that, as part of the family of God, we have access to an overcoming spirit and victory thinking and a faith access that is not carnal. It's not natural. The truth is, a lot of what we do in Christianity just isn't natural. Even tithing, it's not natural. Who just gives money? Who just pours money? You know, it should just be going out. But all of us know when we do it, God blesses. He blesses and he returns and he opens doors and he promotes. It's called a spiritual law. And spiritual laws are even greater than natural laws. And so whatever we're going through right now, I want to encourage you to take a vantage point of how the Father sees you. If you have a low estimation of yourself, then it is a wrong estimation of yourself because the Father sees you through perfect eyes. He sees you through loving eyes. He has grace which abounds for you no matter what you're walking through, no matter how you're feeling or maybe you get down on yourself. The Father does not get down on you. He, he, he doesn't think less of you. He's not worried about what you're going through right now. He wants to pull you up and let you see yourself through heaven's eyes. And I believe as we get more into that 
uh, mindset, if you like, of seeing how the Father sees us, then we don't operate under a slave mentality, as an orphan mentality anymore, because we can operate as sons and daughters of the living God. And that's what he's created us to be, sons and daughters of the living God, not of the dead God, of a living God. What does it look like? It means you will believe for things that are not natural. It means you have access to things that are not natural. They're not easily available in just in around us. We have to take them by faith. And I know some of you might be thinking, well, I've been believing for years for this certain thing. Well, that's the journey of faith. Everyone in this room who's been praying for things will know that God often stretches us beyond what we think we can handle and this journey of faith. And then we keep believing. We keep believing. And like Hebrews 11 said, Abraham, in hope against hope. Even when things seem to be going completely against you, completely against the tide, we step out in faith and we stand on that word that says in hope against hope, I'm going to believe for that breakthrough. I'm going to believe for that victory. I'm going to believe for greater things in my life. And sometimes we have to get really ruthless with ourselves. Have you ever had to do that with your own mind? Just tell your own mind, just shut up, stop thinking like that. And I'm going to believe the word of God over my life. Because let me tell you, the world and media and everything around you is ruthless with you. So why not you get a bit ruthless with you to gain that vantage point that God has about you? He loves you. He adores you. He's adopted you into his family. I don't know about you, but anyone, we did foster caring for a while. And it's one of those things that initially there's so much excitement. It's like, wow. And then after it happens and you've got kids in your family, it's like, okay, we're really doing this now. And the challenges come. But the heart of the Father is so much greater than that. He walks us through. He places us in a position that we didn't deserve. And he makes us a co-heir with Jesus Christ in the family of God. Luke chapter 3, 22 says this, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him, that's Jesus, in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came out of heaven saying, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. God the Father sent Jesus. And we see here him clearly decreeing and declaring he is the Son of God. He is the Son of God. And I believe this moment in history that's recorded here, we can see that this is uh, for, for our record's sake, we can see, wow, Jesus forwent his divinity and became a man. Fully God and fully man. Get your head around that. You never will. And it's, it's one of those mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But in eternity, we'll, we'll understand all this stuff. We'll get all this stuff. But right now, we only prophesy in part and know in part. So we can only glean little snippets of his divinity and of his manhood and, and, and understand the Trinity and what this means. But if we get a little glimpse of this today, we realize that God the Father sent his one and only Son, who had all the temptations and trials and accessibility of a man, of, of what humans face. And so we see here, you are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Philippians chapter 2, 6 and 9 says this, Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine 
privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. This really clearly says it. He gave up his heavenly rights for a time. He gave up all of that stuff. I mean... If I had access to all that power, if I had access to all those signs, wonders and miracles, it would take everything within me to not release them everywhere we went because it's just it's human nature, isn't it? But he gave up a whole lot of that stuff, divine privileges. Why did he give up his divine privileges? So that you and I can access them. So that you and I can access divine privileges. Did you know you have access to divine privileges? It's only accessible because he came down and stung you with his venom. (laughs) He came down and released to you and to me through his blood, through his sacrifice and his resurrection, divine privileges. Dwell on that this week when you're just going through stuff. Remember that you have access to divine privileges And it's by the grace of God. It's not how you feel. It's not what you've done. It's not what you haven't done. It's because of the grace of God. He's a loving heavenly father. And I want to just reinforce that today because so much of this world does not feel good enough. Does not feel good enough. If you suffer from that condition of not feeling good enough, of comparing yourself to other people, maybe you have insecurity, inferiority complex, or maybe mental illness or struggling with stuff that you're going through because you feel lesser than. Everyone else seems to be making it, but you don't feel like you're making it. Remember, the Father in heaven adores you. He loves you. He's not ashamed of you. And he's cheering you on, just like Keith cheers me on sometimes. And It's one of those things. You have a great and wonderful advocate. The Bible talks about the advocate. Holy Spirit is his name. And he comes alongside of you, Scripture says. And he's with you 24-7, walking you through the challenges, walking you through the doubts. Because he knows that he, Jesus couldn't just depart this earth 2,000 years ago and leave us with nothing. We, we needed something more, so he left us with another piece of the Godhead called Holy Spirit. John chapter 1 says this, But as many as received him, to then he gave the right to become children of God. That's you, that's me. Even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. If you believe in Jesus today, you are born of God. You are a new creation. You're born of God by his stripes. Karen said it. By his stripes, you are healed. By his stripes, we are saved. By his stripes, we are delivered. We are, there's that great exchange that's taken place through the blood of Jesus Christ that has given you divine privileges, access to victory. And the more we spend worrying about our situations, we're accessing sewerage. 
we're accessing stuff that cannot gain victory. But when we get into his place, when we receive that adoption, and you might need to receive it every single day, especially some of you, maybe you haven't had a good family upbringing. Maybe it's been a a traumatic or a not so positive experience with mother and father and family situations. For you, then there's forgiveness and there's healing and there's freedom through that trauma to be to, to access free and the greatest adoption that you can ever access by the Father. And so we get invited into the kingdom family, into the family of God. Ephesians 1.5 says this, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. If it weren't for the sin, the fall in the Garden of Eden, this unification with God, humans and God, this unity, this family, this relationship would have always continued. But sin brought the separation. Sin brought sickness. Sin brought slave mentality where we have to work and toil to to gain freedom and to gain money. And and then there was shame and embarrassment. And sin was released like a, a disease, like a disease on the world. And so we can see for a time the world had to suffer that. And then when Jesus came, he gave us the antidote. He gave us the only access that you and I can have through the blood of Jesus Christ. But it's not just, it's not just a life-saving message, you know, like a, like a buoyancy vest, where we just get thrown a buoyancy vest, we're saved from this horrible place, and then finally we get released here. No, it's an invitation into family, into kingdom family. I'm not talking about a tribe or a group or anything else, but all of us here from different backgrounds, different races, different situations are part of heaven's family, the father's family. And we are all accepted at the same level. Doesn't no greater, no lesser. We're all accepted at the same level because the father doesn't show privileges. (laughs) He doesn't show favoritism. You have free access today. You have free access to those divine privileges. Don't think lesser about yourself. Don't think someone deserves something else because they look better or sound better. You are a co-heir with Christ. You might need to talk to yourself this week and have some conversations and retrain your brain. I'm not thinking like someone who has divine privileges. I'm not thinking from a vantage point where I'm seeing the victory. I'm not speaking like someone who has access to this uh, co-heir relationship with Jesus Christ, who who is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I've been thinking like a slave. I've been thinking like an orphan. I've been thinking like someone who's been defeated. This is what the enemy wants to do. He wants to send those fiery darts through our armor. And if he can get them through our armor, he will get us whatever way he can. But I want to encourage you. you if you know Jesus Christ, you are a co-heir with Christ. You have victory over that situation. You have victory to see from a different vantage point. It might mean changing the way you think, changing the way you speak, changing the way you act. But I guarantee you through the blood of Jesus, through the word of God, you have divine privilege over that trial, over that situation. You might need to enact it three hours a day, 300 times a day. 
To, for sometimes to break a habit or to gain victory, we have to do it many, many, many times. I know for me to get fitter, and I'm always trying to go for new goals. I don't even know why at 46 or 7 or whatever age I am, I'm still trying to go for new running goals. But, but it's one of those things I just keep challenging myself all the time. And I'm telling you, it takes some serious effort. And sometimes getting fit in the spirit is the same thing. We have to really go for it and quote scripture and remind ourselves that this victory is available. So many of God's people are suppressed from breakthrough because of carnality, because we believe the situations. We believe what's going on around us and we forget we've got a different vantage point. We've got a different way of winning the battle. And so today, whatever you're going through, whatever situations, maybe you're riding high. If you're riding high, then just be an encourager. Be an encourager. Pour it out because there's probably 30 people around you in your family and work situations that just need your victory. And so we want to be a people that see things from a heavenly vantage point. But when we know we're not a slave anymore, slave to a system, slave to a whatever, slave to anything, I mean, it's quite freeing, isn't it? We're not slave to a political system. We're not slave to a church or a church or a man or a woman or anything. We're not slave to this stuff. We don't want to make slaves of us. I mean, dread that thought. Because you are free. You are free in Christ. You're free to believe whatever you want to believe. You're free to operate in your lifestyle however you want. You're free. And when we remember that we are free because of his sacrifice, that is adoption. That is sonship. That is daughtership, if you like. And when we get when we get a vision of how free we really are meant to be, it's quite emboldening. It's quite freeing. You are not a slave. You are not a slave. I want to remind you today that you're not bound in chains to any particular system, to any particular way. You are free in Jesus' name. That means you can be as close to him as you want to be. You can be as close to the Father as you want to be. You can gain access to those divine privileges. Now, I know that tomorrow is Monday. And for some of you, like, yeah, okay, I need a coffee just to get me through or three, or four, or whatever it is. You might not feel like divine privileges are just floating on you at eight o'clock, seven o'clock. It's easy to wake up with daylight saving breaking, isn't it? But you might not feel like that. Remember God's truth. His vantage point is so much higher than how you feel tomorrow, or Tuesday, or Wednesday, or Thursday. He has great access to your victories, to your overcoming. And so I want you to stand this morning... The Son of God became the Son of Man, so the sons of man can become the sons of God. You are a son or a daughter of a great heavenly Father this morning. If you don't know Jesus, then I want to encourage you right now, you can give your life to Him. You can say, Jesus, come into my life. Free me from this slavery. Free me from this sin. I don't want this stuff. I want to be free. I want to be co-heir with Jesus. I want to be free. I want to be free like these other people. You can do it right now where you're standing. You just All you have to do is ask him into your life. Commit your life to him. And then you gain access to heaven. You gain access to divine 
privileges. You gain access to sonship and daughtership in the heavenly family. Or maybe you've just realized this morning that you've been thinking like a slave. You've been bound again into slavery. Maybe some stuff has kept you bound, kept you negative, kept you back. Maybe the way you've been speaking or thinking, it's been carnal. It's just been not really standing from a vantage point of heaven. And, and it wouldn't be something that you'd necessarily be proud of. Or maybe you just notice lethargy or whatever. It happens to all of us. Holy Spirit, I pray today you would let us see things from heaven's vantage point. You would take us up and you would let us see through heaven's eyes. No more slavery. Break that mindset of slavery. Break habits. Break negativity. Break any chains off our lives that may let us hold us back from seeing who we truly are. A co-heir with Jesus Christ. You are a co-heir with Christ this morning. Jesus is with you. He has given you His Holy Spirit to be your advocate, to be your champion, to be your voice, your empowerer. You are not alone. And so Holy Spirit, we just acknowledge you this morning. We acknowledge, acknowledge your presence and your authority and your power, we ask you to come and help us see you. Help us see the Father. Help us see the victories. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you have given us divine privileges, that you have given us victory. Thank you for your victory over sin and death. I just want to pray over everyone before we go today. I just want to release and stand with you and agree as the family of God today, His victory. If, if you want that, if you want to agree with me, just lift your hands today. Lord, as Harvest Church family, as kingdom family here today. We stand in your presence. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for sending Jesus, for sending Holy Spirit, that we can be one with you through this divine exchange, that we no longer are beholden to slavery and to the systems of man, but we become sons and daughters of the living God. I pray that you'll fill us with the knowledge of God. You'll fill us with a spirit of an overcomer. You will break every chain of slavery off us. You'll break every negative mindset, every temptation, every habit. Lord, you will break off us. You will raise us up to a heavenly vantage point. Holy Spirit, we need your power. We need your presence. We need your awakening over our lives. And so we say, come, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Draw us closer to the Father. And Lord, I speak victory over every family, over every marriage, every single, every young, every old, every person here in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak your victory. I speak your power and your presence and your protection. 
that we may be strengthened in you, Jesus Christ. Let your truth resound over us. Let a sound of victory be heard in our voice, that we may speak your victory, think your victory, and know your victory. Pour out your love, Father, over each one. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Awesome.